Hello everyone and welcome to Literacy Ladies. Uh, today we have a great show for you today, Fractured Fairy Tales. I'm your first literacy lady, Michelle Witko, working for the Danbury Public Schools as a reading specialist. And then we also have our second literacy lady, Dr. Shaw. Hi, Darla. Hi there, Michelle. Good to be talking with you again. I know. We have a great show today. So it's spring is kind of in the air here at Western Connecticut State University. It's sunny out. It's, it feels like 60. It's only 50. But it feels like 60 degrees. And today we're going to talk about fractured fairy tales. We've mentioned fairy tales on a lot of our podcasts, but we've never really talked a lot about them and how fractured fairy tales are important in reading and writing. So today, just to start off with uh, fractured fairy tales, the three little pigs is one of the most common ones for um, elementary school. But remember, a fairy tale is going to have like a message, characters, maybe some sayings. If you think of three little pigs, think of when they say uh, the wolf has a wolfish smile. That seems to stay in all the fractured fairy tales. And when you fracture a fairy tale, you change one or two things usually it's one you could change a character but still keep the same plot you could change the plot and keep the same characters or something else you can change is the point of view of which the fairy tale is told from so we have some really good uh, fractured fairy tales to talk about today and it kind of makes me think of spring i don't know darla just fairy tales seems very spring-like not winter-like well they're they're fun Mm -hmm. and i find that at the end of the school year Sometimes they want to put on performances in the school. And it's quite easy to just take one of the fractured fairy tales and put it on as a performance for the other classes. But with my college students, you were talking about changing Mm -hmm. some element. And we use what we call the scamper technique. So if you look at the S, you can change the setting. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you look at the C, you can change a character or the characteristics of the character. If you look at the A, you can change some article in the story or an action in the story. For the M, you can change the motivation of the character. For the P, you change the problem in the story. For E, you change the ending. And for R, you change the relationship that a character has in the story with another person. So I always say to my students, because we write our own fractured fairy tales, Mm -hmm. because you only have to change one or two elements. And it's just amazing when you change one element, how that entire story has to change. And in many cases, the whole theme of the story changes with one small change. So that's just a way of helping students to write their own fractured fairy tales after having them modeled and read by professional authors. Oh, good. I like that scamper. It's, it's a nice acronym, helpful to uh, remember all of those parts. So when thinking about fractured fairy tales in primary school, so kindergarten, first and second grade, um, it's funny, a lot of the kids have prior knowledge of fractured fairy tales from a television show on Disney Junior. So on Disney Junior, they have this new show. It's called Goldie and Bear. 
and it has all of these fairy tale characters. So it has Goldie as Goldilocks. It has Bear as one of the three bears. There's also other um, fairy tale characters on there. There's a Prince Charming. Humpty Dumpty comes in on some of the episodes. Uh, Jack and the Beanstalk also comes in on this show called Goldie and Bear. So the kids are coming to us with a little bit of prior knowledge about fairy fractured fairy tales in that they've seen this uh, show on Disney Junior. So that's just something to keep in mind. When we read fractured fairy tales, we kind of do it as like a little study. So you might read um, The Three Little Pigs, then you read one of the fractured versions of Three Little Pigs, and then Disney even has The Three Little Pigs uh, little fractured fairy tale from uh, one of its uh, books. You remember those old books you used to get in the mail, the golden books from Disney? Um, it's one of those. So we kind of do it as a little study to see which parts that they change. And that's for the reading part. Yeah, and, and for the writing part, what we like to do is go from uh, fiction to nonfiction as well. So say, for instance, that we were going to try and write a hard news article for Cinderella. Right. So a headline might be, Lost Shoe Leads to Royal Wedding. A young woman who spent most of her life sweeping chimneys became the princess of Never Neverland today after a month-long effort by Prince Charming to find her. The only clue to her identity was a glass slipper watch she lost at midnight last oh I love that Darla yeah and I mean that takes work because you have to rethink different formats and we want children to write in different formats and another one that we use a lot is the wanted poster oh geez and you know there's so many evil characters in some of these particular uh, fairy tales but it doesn't have to be wanted for bad you could certainly have wanted for good as well Mm -hmm. so So on the wanted poster, you have the suspect's uh, last known address, and in the case of the wolf, it would be, you know, the forest and so on, and, you know, what is the crime, and even it was Jack and the Beanstalk, you know, invading privacy and, you know, stealing goods and so on, description of the suspect, description of the crime, past crime, so you're really reading the story, comprehending it, and applying it to this poster, and there's so much critical thinking and learning that goes on along um, with this. So I think that one of the most fun but challenging and critically thinking-based projects that you can do in a classroom has to do with factured fairy tales. Oh, yeah, and I like your wanted poster. You know, that would be an interesting uh, conversation to have with little ones because I don't know if they would know a wanted poster, so that would be really cute to have that discussion. Uh, what a, I um, have probably in my possession about 75 Cinderella books, and there's at least 250 oh, wow. that you can get. And I think it's interesting because there's a Cinderella story linked to every animal, wow. to every sport, and to every country. And mm-hmm. I love to do the Cinderella story, like Cinderella is wonderful in Danbury because she's a Hispanic Cinderella. And they can relate mm-hmm. so much more mm-hmm. to a country that they are familiar with. But I just love, even if you listen to the titles of some of them, like there's The Frog Prince, mm-hmm. then there's The Frog Prince continued you know so I mean you can continue in any way and 
kids love to change the ending. Sometimes they get to the end of a story and they go, that's it? Well, there's no reason why you can't change the end of the story. And we have Jack and the Beanstalk, we've got Jacqueline and the Beanstalk, mm-hmm. and we've even got Shaq, the basketball player. <laughs> so when you add him and the Beanstalk, you have an amazing story. And then you can just switch it instead of the boy who cried wolf. What about the wolf who cried boy? And you have a whole different story. And then you have the bad rap that so many wolves are given and actually wolves can be for good so you know you can put on a mock trial Mm -hmm. so when you have the true tale of the big bad wolf according to that story he was really just getting sugar for his grandmother for a cake so we put on mock trials and we actually set the classroom up with lawyers and witnesses and defendant and we have a jury and we vote on Was that wolf really evil, or was he really a good wolf who loved his grandmother? It's interesting that you talk about point of view, because something that I've noticed, even with adults, is that usually the fractured fairy tale, what people change, is the point of view where the story is told from. So, for example, Wicked would be um, the example for adults. Um, And now it's a Broadway play. You know, the book has sold many copies. Um, So that's usually what they change as point of view. Now, what I've noticed, and kind of second and third grade, we write a little bit of fractured fairy tales. Um, what, What I usually notice is that the kids most of the time change the character. So they either change the character to a different gender, like you were saying, Jack and the Beanstalk or Jacqueline and the Beanstalk. Or they'll change the character to be more like them. It's not unlikely for them to fracture the fairy tale by making the character their own name when they're writing it. Um, But that's just one way that we're kind of thinking about fractured fairy tales in elementary school. Yeah, and um, I think so much today because we're trying to focus on strong women, independent women, Um, And even in the Cinderella, Mm -hmm. uh, so many of them are like the recycling princess. (laughs) And, you know, the princess that led the jury. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, when we're talking about Old MacDonald had a farm, it's Miss Mackenzie. Mm -hmm. You know, she had a farm. And then, of course, we would also change it. Old MacDonald could have an apartment. Right. And so of of Old MacDonald. So, you know, we're still going back and forth with different uh, genders. And like uh, Sleeping Beauty, um, Mm -hmm. we have Sleeping Ugly. But ugly isn't a term just dealing, you know, with with looks and everything. And um, there's a moral and there's a message to so many of these fractured uh, fairy tales. And I particularly like where they take them, as I said, to an area they know. Like, we have the Billy Goat Scruff, Mm -hmm. but we have the Billy Goat Scruff and the Mean Calypso Joe. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, it's in their country. So, Mm -hmm. I love when we do it with gender. I love when we do it with also countries the, and then what I the have culture. my mm-hmm. I have my students actually we have so many different cultures one of my favorite um, was the Polish Cinderella because mm-hmm. you know she doesn't live in a castle have a glass slipper you know she eats pierogies and all of these she's very <laughs> down to earth and I actually have my students go into their various ethnic groups mm-hmm. and come up with their own Cinderella from their country so it's 
endless what you can do with fractured fairy tales. Great. Oh, thanks, Darla, for all those ideas. So we hope that uh, we gave you some ideas if you're getting ready for a fairy tale unit in the spring, or if your uh, own kids like to read fairy tales, think about reading a fractured fairy tale with a different point of view or a different character, or like Dr. Shaw said, with a different culture in mind as well. Thank you for listening to Literacy Ladies. Happy spring to everyone, and we will see you next time. Thank you.